everyone, this is Tim with Online Big Blue, bringing you the best in New York Giants sports talk and entertainment. Oh, it's the draft. Well, it's not the draft, but the draft is coming up in a little under 30 days. And you see a lot of stuff about who the Giants should draft and, and who they shouldn't draft. And I get all these emails and DMs and everything else where people are like, you've not made a pick yet of who the Giants should draft. No, and I'm not going to make a pick yet. I will make a pick maybe, I don't know, I would say three, four days before the draft. I'm, not, I'm still doing my research. I'm still working my sources. Uh, I'm still trying to uh, move mountains to find out who I would pick and who potentially the Giants might pick. But I will tell you right now who I wouldn't pick and maybe a couple of players that I would pick. Now, the way the draft is set up, it looks like, of course, that quarterbacks are going to go within the top three or I would say within the top five. I know there's some rumors that Justin Fields is falling down the draft boards and he could be anywhere now or later than 10 and beyond. I don't see that. I don't see him getting past San Francisco. He may not even get past Atlanta if San Francisco goes with, I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, I think San Francisco will take Fields. You don't know. But the thing is, when people are like, oh, you know, you don't trade in to the top of the draft. You're giving up three first-round draft points and not take the quarterback. You don't know about John Lynch. John Lynch could trade out of that pick. And they didn't trade three drafts, three first-rounders. They traded two. They swapped one. So Lord knows what the 49ers are going to do, but they'll probably end up taking a quarterback. So with the top quarter, with the quarterbacks going within, say, the top five, the whole situation of the draft is going to be screwy. Because then you also have Trey Lance sitting out there, or you have Justin Fields out there. I think four quarterbacks will go in the top 10. So more than likely a offensive lineman or a skilled position player is going to fall to the Giants, along with potentially a defensive player. So who do the Giants go after? I mean, literally, who do they go after? Now I see Slater, the offensive ta- excuse me, the offensive lineman, the guard, over at Northwestern, 6'3", 305 pounds. That seems to be the, uh, the, the consensus pick of some Giant fans. That we, we need to go out and get Slater. Slater's been rocketing up the draft boards. And honestly, I don't know why. And I'm going to tell you why I think that he, is going, he would be a mistake for the Giants to draft. First of all, he's not overly large. He might grow into his frame, you know, at 6'3", 305 pounds. And, 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 and to be perfectly honest, if you look at the offensive linemen that are available in this draft, there's maybe one or two that are, to me, that are standouts. I would maybe give the, off, the entire offensive line class, you know, the tackles, the guards, and centers, I'd maybe give it a B-. minus. And some of the things that concern me about Slater right off the bat is he's not that big. I mean, he might grow into that 6'3 frame, but I've said this a million times. When you're measuring someone in college, if they say they're 6'3, they're probably about 6'1, maybe 6'2. You tell them 305, they're probably about 290. You're going to have to wait and see once we, uh, you know, once we get a chance to weigh and measure them. And now, and now, Slater, I will say this, he is quick off the snap. You know, but he, he doesn't he doesn't possess those long arms. I know we've heard about this with Justin Pugh, but he doesn't have those long arms that you know that that you need when you know when a pass rush when a pass rusher is basically crossing your face. He does he just doesn't have that. 
I mean, that that's something. And if he can't extend his arms too far, you know, he's really going to risk drawing holding penalties. And he's, he's handsy. He, he's been handsy. And I said this about Eli Apple. And I said this about Eli Apple before they even drafted him. I knew they were going to draft him. I said it before that. I didn't know, I didn't know 100% they were going to draft him. But I said this before. He plays too much with his hands. And the problem when you play too much with your hands, especially in the defensive back position, and you do not correct that, you are going to get called for multiple penalties, which he did. And to me, Slater is the same way. Because his arms are too short, to me, he gets a little handsy because he can't extend his arms. And also, if you watch him, he kind of ducks his head when he's going for the big collision. And that kind of leaves him vulnerable to like a swim move. Or, or, or to any other, you know, any other type of move such as that, that's going to be more of a motion, the upper body motion. And I wouldn't say that he's a road paver. I know one scout said he's not an earth mover. And he needs to gain more leg strength so he can drive and build up more momentum at the, at the race at the point of attack. I'm not saying he's not going to be a good pro. I'm just saying he is a bad pro for I I I just saying he he could potentially be a bad pick for the Giants. And I think so many people get enamored with a name. And and I brought it up before with Zach Bond. Zach Bond, everybody, oh, oh my god, I used to see videos on top of videos. That's back when I used to watch giant videos. You see videos on top of videos of how we should draft him, how we should grab him in the first round, how we should get old Zach. Zach's gonna be a monster. How'd that work out? Didn't work out that well. Didn't really work out that well for the Saints either. I think Slater is the same way. I am not picking what I might refer to as more of a project lineman at 11. I've already got Matt from Connecticut. And I actually like Matt. And I've said it before with Matt, I didn't have a lot of problems that they drafted him. I had a lot of problems where they drafted him because of the fact that I thought he was going to be a project pick. And then the amount that he played for the Giants shows you that Gettleman and the staff did not have the confidence in Matt from Connecticut either. That, but maybe another year or two down the road, he could potentially be a very good NFL offensive lineman. But the problem is we're, we're in win-now mode. We, we need to win. We need to win plain and simple. And so we can't draft at 11 an offensive lineman or offensive guard who may have to maturate over the next couple, over the next, you know, few, you know, it could be a year, could be more than a year. I just don't see him being that prospect at 11. And like I've mentioned before, with potentially four quarterbacks going in the top 10, you're going to have a skill position guy drop down. You potentially could have a linebacker who I think we, I'm not even going to say because I don't want to jinx it, but we, have, we could have a linebacker drop down to us. A linebacker maybe from Penn State. <laughs> who could that be? You know, 6'3", 244 pounds, junior linebacker from Penn State. I'm not even going to get into who that is. But I can't see picking Slater that high. I really, I really, I really don't, and I don't think the Giants will go that way. Now, if it's me, and I've said this before, and I'm not say, I'm not giving the, I'm not giving the who I'll be picking, 
or who I would be picking. I'm not, I'm not going to mention that yet. Like I said, that'll be, that'll be a couple days before the draft. But I can't pass up potentially a big play wide receiver. I can't. Now, if the big, uh, if the big guy from Oregon falls down to us, I don't think he's going to. I still don't think he's going to get past the Bengals. Then I would pick him. But if I have a chance to grab a skilled position player, either at wide receiver or tight end, I'm going to, I'm going to pick that. Why? And I've said this before. You can, you can cure a lot of offensive line woes if you put a plethora of wide receivers, tight ends, and running backs on the field where they have to be covered where you can't put seven, eight in the box and blitz because of the fact that you are afraid you're a, you're going to leave someone open in the soft shit. Who's can't even talk tonight, the soft shell zone, or you're going to leave someone man to man one-on-one coverage. But, but going after someone like Slater, man, it just doesn't, it just doesn't make sense for the giants. I would give bot from Connecticut all the opportunity in the world to start because I think there's just, to, to me, it is it is an extremely weak class from offensive linemen. It is a good, strong class for wide receivers and skill positions. But we need to think smart, and we need to think ahead. And I think we need to take a look at the roster. I personally would like to see us trade down maybe no lower than 15 because I think the Patriots are going to want to move up because I think they want Mac Jones or whatever quarterback they can get left over. But I think this draft is going to shock a few more people than they think. I think some guys that they, that they have predicted to go someplace else, go somewhere, is going to go somewhere totally different. And I think certain teams are going to go and shock people and go totally a different direction. And I think that's what we have to look at as Giant fans. And I think we need to concentrate on grabbing the best player available. I think Slater at 11 is not the best player available. We need to take the best talent because that's what good teams do. They don't reach for a spot. They take the best talent available. And again, this is Tim with Online Big Blue, bringing you the best in New York Giants sports talk and entertainment. And as always, if you can like, you can subscribe. If you're bringing that blazing, you know what it means? That'd be awesome.